Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash have a drink show. to have a drink the show where you learn along with us about what you drink i'm Brittany lee walker i'm falling under books <laughs> and i'm christopher walker there's just a loud crap i'm like um so i had to ask in the chat because i don't want to interrupt the song like are we all alive <laughs> Everything sorry okay? i realized there was something i needed for the episode and i got it off my bookshelf and then books fell and then the bookshelf came there down. was a book of lanch <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but we'll get back. In, yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> a time back. off and we greatly apologize everyone, oh, gosh, yeah. but there were, uh, family matters that needed tended to. And before we get into those, let's get into our first beer. Yes. Uh, yes. So this is, sorry, scroll, scroll down here. Um, this is the 420 Extra Pale Ale from Sweetwater. The style is a West Coast Extra Pale Ale, 5.7% ABV, 39 IBUs, a score on Beer Advocate of 83. The malt bill is two-row Munich wheat and midnight wheat. Haven't heard of that. Sounds cool. Uh, Centennial and Cascade hops, which you can definitely smell. Uh, it's dry hopped with Cascade. The flavor profile, herbal, floral, and fresh. Indeed it is. Accurate. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, so in chat, uh, Furry Viking, this is 100% up your alley. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> As he says, West Coast is the best coast. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> this. As far so as time zones are concerned. I just saw, like, I just got a, an image in my head of, of him doing, like, the California, the Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, the description, a tasty West Coast style extra pale ale accentuated with a stimulating hop character. First conceived in our bat cave on 420, this kind of beer keeps the wheels on the bus going round and round. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is their fat tire. Um, Yeah, this this is their Boston lager. This is this is what I think of when I think of Sweetwater flagship. So this is this beer is like as soon as I took a sip, I'm just like that is West Coast IPA all the way. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, thank God. It it tastes so much better than it smells. It smells horrendous. It well, one, you smell like you you smell the cascade. You smell. Yeah. Yeah, you can taste the cascade, too. But there's some other notes there that. But it's not like a I don't I I got a, like a dirty dishwater smell from it. You're you're gonna get some of that yeah. from the Centennial. Yeah. Blech. 
but it's but yeah, it doesn't uh, taste as bad as it smells to me. It's <laughs> unapologetically hoppy. That it very much reminds me of uh, um, if you want to talk some older beers, some of those uh, Bell's early IPAs, <laughs> the Two Hearted and stuff like that. Is right with uh, talking about the Centennial um, Founders Centennial IPA. That's what it, this reminds me a lot of it. Only this is actually a lot more enjoyable. I think. Yeah. It's... Oh, then the the founders. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that's actually one of the few founders beers that I'm like, nah. Because that's a hundred percent Centennial. There's like, oh, yo, dog. We heard you like Centennial, so we dry hopped your Centennial IPA with more Centennial. Yeah. And then in the background, everybody's like, founders. Nobody said that. Nobody was like, I love Centennial hops. <laughs> and then founders, then founders said, no. You know we, what? We, you know what we also did. We put that in a barrel. <laughs> it would have been better. Like, we put okay. it in a hot barrel. Uh, in chat uh, for everybody asking how does it compare to double two hearted uh, though like this uh, I like double two hearted better I will, yeah. I will say that yeah. I mean, it's, it's got more to it I don't know what how, how to say that but it's got more there but <laughs> double two hearted is like this Frankenstein experiment it's, it's honey I blew up the baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> honey I doubled we, the we, baby we, we, we went too far and now now you've got a like you know 20 story baby walking around trying to play guitar at the hard rock cafe. Oh, <laughs> okay. That, so it goes. Uh, let's, uh, yeah. let's hear a little bit about Sweetwater Brewing and it might tell us a few things about this. Cause I had been noticing when I first poured this, there are quite a few floaters in, uh, this 420. Mm-hmm. Well, Founded in 1997 by Freddie Benson and Kevin McNary in Atlanta, Georgia, Sweetwater's beers are unpasteurized and distribution is limited to select states. Ah, that explains the floaters. Suck it, Louis Pasteur. So that's that's another reason. I was like, I have really not been taking advantage of the fact that we are in their distribution, and now I fully want to take advantage of that. By the way, it is interesting. See, like you're mentioning the floaters. It's also I'm not getting a whole lot of floaters. What I'm getting a lot of are, uh, uh, but it does like affect like the the head retention because mm, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't retain like normally. Like it's just like clumpy. Yeah, it is. It's um, the it has strong lacing on the glass, and it's all around yeah. the rim of the glass, yeah. and then clumped up as you're saying, like in the middle. It's making mm-hmm. like like shapes. Like I don't know. You can almost read it. Like tea leaves or something in the middle let's read let's read the head of our 420s yeah just about by the way say, when you like... pour when you pour a little bit more to top off your your glass he's like oh yep nope there's that dishwater smell again right mm-hmm. oh my god uh, but anyway uh founders freddie benson and kevin mcnary were roommates in the university of colorado at boulder i'm so surprised that <laughs> they were this starts out in boulder <laughs> Uh, where they were also working part as part-time cleaning uh, cleaning kegs at local breweries. After graduation in 1993, Benson moved to California to study at the American Brewers Guild, while McNerney went on to work in several breweries in Colorado and California, including Rockies Brewing Company, Avery Brewing Company, and Mammoth Brewing Company. Uh, Bench uh, visited Atlanta during the 1996 Summer Olympics and saw an opportunity to bring West Coast style to the southeast. Man, I remember the marketing push for those Olympics yeah. so hard. I remember Jeff Foxworthy's comedy push on uh, on those Olympics so hard. Burned uh, into my memory because I think that was probably the height of Jeff Foxworthy. 
Probably. <laughs> McNerney soon joined uh, Bench in Atlanta, raising the initial funds to open up a brewery's, uh, the brewery's first location off Interstate 20 on Fulton Industrial Boulevard. Huh. I thought they were all weed puns. Uh, Bench named the brewery after uh, kayaking down Sweetwater Creek, a tributary of the Chattanoochee River in Georgia's Sweetwater Creek State Park, located a few miles west of the brewery. The brewery also adopted the official motto, Don't Float the Main Stream, as a tribute to its namesake. Bench and McNeary began brewing uh, in January 1997 and sold their first keg of beer on February 17th, 1977. Sorry. 1997. <laughs> it's like going way back. <laughs> Sweetwater ESB and Blue. Sweetwater's most popular beer, the Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale, uh, named after the date it was first brewed, April 20th, soon followed. And that is the beer we're enjoying now and thoughts across the board, other than it smells like dirty dishwater. <laughs> I mean... Well, I mean, yeah, but it is it is enjoy it's 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 a West Coast IPA. It's it's got Got a little hint of some uh, dankiness from some of those hops. It's uh, hoppy, yeah. dank. It's not. Um, it's not sweet like a lot of West no. Coast uh, IPAs are nowadays. You get like they'll start combining things in and the sweetening them up. And this one is not, and I like that. But it is nice to just kind of like let it wash over the whole tongue. Just kind of feel like, mm. yeah, okay. No, I'm enjoying it, and. Uh, but uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Really, it's just a really solid beer. Like, you know, it honestly, four out of five. My palate afterwards reminds me of uh, when we were at Sierra Nevada and took the whole whole cone hops and rub them in your hands and then mm-hmm. shove it in your face. That's exactly yeah. like what my palate and my nose feel like after taking a drink of this. I, I'm happy that it's not. Um, it doesn't have that hop bitterness. At least I'm not getting that. Um, it's weird to me and, and maybe I'm just, my taste is weird today, but I feel like it's a good, so, cause I want to say beer as beer and it's obviously not, but it's, it's, it's almost it's, like, it's a good West coast beer. Yeah. Like in its category, it is, it's, it's like a gold standard. I feel like, like this is what you would reference if you're like, this is what a West coast beer tastes like. Uh, people uh, would argue. It, it, Yes, I, I would say it's a good silver medal. Okay, example. Yeah, that, that's fair. But I mean, like, it's it's. I guess I'm just like, well, it's not middle of the road, but it's like, oh, here's this, and and you're just like, oh yeah, this is what I would expect a West Coast IPA to taste like, or not it's, IPA, sorry, just pale ale. But yeah. um, the. Sorry. I was gonna say, there's nothing that's that that's particularly outstanding about it, other than it just being really solid. It's not. Right. It's not flashy. Nothing. I'm. I'm if I didn't have this again, I wouldn't really care. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm not going to seek it out. It's it's a beer with good fundamentals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's perfect it's, for a it's pack. Not, it, it's not dunking on the other guys. No, <laughs> it's it's doing reliable layups. <laughs> it's passing the ball. Pockets and passing. Some decent yeah. assists. You know, um, it, <laughs> the team player beer. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just called it the, there's no ion team. Uh, it's there's no eye in Sweetwater. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> God, and and no joke on the the lacing, like just like yeah. sitting here with it. It's, it's so it. I guess it's more the uh, 
not the texture, the viscosity. I don't know the stuff. Everything about the the mouth feel and the the appearance of the beer that is that has me a little hung up. Just because well, you're not, those, we're not used to the whole unfiltered like. Yeah, yeah. those those Un- little floaters. They're making imperfections that all the bubbles can cling to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because but that's, it's, just, it's different. We're not used to that. You know? Yeah, but that's yeah. what gets me so excited about doing this pack now and any other stuff in the future is knowing you can get unpasteurized beer still because everyone pasteurizes because everyone is so piss-scared of infections. Yeah, which, I mean, rightfully so with some of the things that have happened, you know, even just this year. Look at, not, well, not this year, but until you said this year, I was going to say, looking at you, Bourbon County. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Two years ago. Was it two years ago or three years ago? I can't remember. God, I don't now. even know anymore. <laughs> Been doing this too long. So, uh, I guess... Just drinking is affecting our memory. It's starting to... Uh, so, uh, apologies for no show uh, last week. You may have realized, oh, where, where the hell's the episode? Well, that's because we had a family emergency, and Thursday night um, we had to go to the emergency room with the baby, and he had been running a high high fever all week, and we'd already taken him to urgent care at the same hospital, and they they were just like, oh, just alternate Motrin and Tylenol until he feels better. There's nothing we can do. And we're like, okay. And they sent us home. And then like a week later, the fever has not broke and he's starting to lose his appetite. So Brittany was the one who was like, Hey, uh, maybe, maybe we should seek a second opinion (laughs) and took him to our pediatrician who was like, yeah, no, you need to take him back to that hospital right now. And so we were in ICU for a few days, and that interrupted our plans to go to the Broken Throne opening, mm. which I guess this weekend is technically the grand opening. Uh, last weekend was the... Like the soft... Sneak preview. Yeah. yeah, the preview night. Well, no. Okay. So it was a sneak preview. I think this one's the soft opening, and then oh, okay. I think another... I don't remember if it's another week or another few days, but then there's going to be a grand opening. Okay. Gotcha. They don't... Last I saw, they don't have a sign, so I'm pretty sure they're not doing a grand opening yet. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, we didn't get to make it. Uh, Justin did. He's going to update us about that later on. But we wanted to say sorry. Uh, we had family emergency. Um, Emmett's doing fine now. Mm-hmm. And he's You couldn't tell anything had ever happened. Let me just say I was living and dying with every uh, every message I was getting from you guys. Because I was like, I was very worried. Uh, weren't so. we all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's it was not uh, a good time. As I have to say, like I, we were talking pre-show before, uh, that that last Thursday night was the worst night of my life. It was the scariest. It was the most scared I've ever been. Yeah, uh, we. I think Brittany sent the picture to Justin, and we're not going to be public with it. But that was just holding our baby while he's on respirator and all this stuff, and he doesn't have the the will to had, fight it anymore and just all you could do is I, cry. I, I did my best to tell myself in my head all the the equipment made it look sadder than it like like that's they're the marjoram they're they're there somewhere they'll get them taken care of everything's going to be fine it's good that we were we're around like stupid close to one of the best children's hospitals in the country yeah cincinnati children's hospital um they are the absolute best and we're less than 10 minutes away from them as as we were talking before it's like two miles as the crow flies big boy's day he's so cool he broke that fever yeah he did (laughs) yes eventually it was Um, when we first went the fever went away fairly quickly actually yeah the as they said when we came in the biggest thing was 
Well, we won't get in too into it, but yeah. when we came in, he was a, his worst. Like the, they said, because it was viral, and they said the virus was peaking when we came in. So that's when they were able to say, "Look, it's all downhill from here." But we still had to spend a few days in ICU, and that's one thousand percent no fun. Yeah, Just believe so- me, we would have rather been at Casey's Brewery with him being totally <laughs> fine and like you know everything going great. We could have um, had baby fights. Exactly. Yes. But uh, he's all better now, and he's still got some bruises from where the IVs were, but yeah. he's back to being a baby. That was, after a couple of days, that was the sad thing, is he was recovering, and that he just had to get a few things back to where they were comfortable before we could go home. And he was, he's like, hey, I want to play. I want to do things. And we're like, no, you can't. You're still hooked up to a thousand machines. And <laughs> uh, just to add, uh, when I got to the emergency, because Brittany beat me there, and when I walked in, and I'm like trying to fight my way around because they there, there were, were like, like ten doctors, no joke, surrounding him for one child. They they were all clucking and going on about what to do, what it could be, and all this. And I'm just trying to, I'm just like, get the hell out of my way and let me do my baby. <laughs> and I get up there <laughs> Chris, too. You're a giant of a man. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you could have just picked one up and went move. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much because they were all like these tiny, skinny white girls hanging around him, and I'm like, I could have just like a thrown of one, dudes, but yeah, I could have thrown one arm and have been like the opening of Lord of the Rings when <laughs> Sauron's swinging the hammer and you just see bodies flying. But I just get up around to his head, and then I, I looked. I hear something, and I look to my right, and there's a machine there. I don't know what it's for. All I know is all it's doing is every few seconds, it's going, bing. <laughs> <laughs> then in my head, I'm like, well, good. They brought out the machine that goes, that bing. Goes bing. <laughs> I didn't even. I could not even begin to notice that at the, at the time because I'm just like, he's very red and high fever and blah. But yeah, uh, and then in my head, I could all of them sitting there goes, "Don't let my baby die!" And then I hear the bing, and I'm like, "Well, they brought out all the machines. <laughs> They're here. They're ready." And that for, ping's gonna bring him, bring him around, and it did. God help you if you don't know this reference. I'm just gonna. We're not even gonna talk about it. Uh, but I'm not yeah, explain anything other than your life is sad. But uh, yeah, so it was. It was not the best week we've had. Uh, for <laughs> not us, the best it was, weekend. Well, this weekend has been great. Um, he's back home. He's fine. Uh, we're all fine here. How are you? And we got to go out and have a little family day for Brittany's birthday. Recording is Brittany's birthday today. Yeah, uh, uh, which I also I always have to say um, October twelfth, nineteen eighty five. Oh yeah. Tonight a comedian died. Whatever it takes for you to remember my birthday, I'm okay. Um, thank you, Hot Beverages. Um, <laughs> because Brittany was born the exact night the day. comedian died. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Watchmen, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had a nice family day out. At, so Rorschach uh, immortalized her birthday. An expensive-ass mall, and we bought him clothes with imaginary money, and it was a great day. Bought him, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't care how far I have to drive and how much I have to spend. If I can make my baby be an Ewok... Yeah. For Halloween, he's going to be an Ewok for we Halloween. We went to the Disney store. He has an Ewok costume that was on sale that we didn't even know about. <laughs> so, yeah, I was. it was a good day. I was already like, no, I'll pay whatever Disney wants. And they're like, oh, it's on sale. And I'm like, even better. <laughs> <laughs> Works. <sighs> anyway, but how was the actual opening for Broken Throne? Well, let's. I, I want to get to that. But first, I want to talk about our movie draft. Let's... Because we're... 
So, yes. yeah, we've got all kinds of draft news. So, so uh, summer have, draft is yeah. done. Last weekend yeah. was it for... Should have been the, the, the last one. The yeah. very least, we were very clear on who won. Yeah, it was... I mean... It was set in stone. We were clear on who won a few weeks ago. I it mean. was not us. <laughs> we came in fourth, and... We weren't last. Yeah, we weren't last. Was... Weren't first. Weren't last. You're not first, you're last. You can be all kinds of places. You can be second, <laughs> third... Hell, I was high when I said that, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, we were we were fourth. Uh, we'll we'll take we'll take that fourth place finish on the chin because uh, I do have to say I think we did we have the longest first place reign. We we ran uh, well no no because it was end game then on mm. the drunk yeah, kids but gaming. We had it for like a month and a half. Yeah. Or movie like, party ran Barter Town. Yeah. Sorry, we ran Barter Town for like a month and a half, and it was like no contest until in game landed, and then, and then it just we were the April Fools though. All of our stuff had peaked yeah. then. Yeah. Um, yeah, Detective Pikachu did not perform as we had hoped, and Shazam did not perform as we had hoped. And I watched some both of, of them. Both of them were good movies. I watched some just... of Shazam while because uh, they had it like free, just like streaming at the hospital, oh, like on demand. Yeah, and while like I. I spent a couple nights at the hospital, and I was like, oh, what's Shazam? And it's like, no, the nurses don't let you. They come in every 45 minutes, and I'm just like, well, okay, I guess I kind of watch Shazam. I need to actually watch it for clarity now. It's it's enjoyable. Uh, Zachary Levi is is, is is an enjoyable, like, performer. I gotta say, the muscle suit did not deter That's me. apparently not a muscle suit. Lies. Zachary no, Levi did like not he got, bulk he up got that ripped. much. No, I thought that was the thing. Like he was, like he did. Like I he got proof. in shape, but they had, like he <laughs> had to wear a big muscle suit to get the muscles that big. Because Dwayne Apparently Johnson, he was barely... very, he was, he was very upset that everyone kept insisting it was a suit, and he's like, "It's not. I, this is my, this is my workout routine right now." <laughs> okay, um, I was going to say Hensworth stuff going on. That was the like that did not affect my enjoyment like i was like no it yeah. like it's completely believable that that is his build yeah uh now uh since that that ended we ended in fourth movie party one ritual misery in a strong second dkg above us mm-hmm. uh vod squad and game night coming in coming in behind us uh but we uh we had fun but we we spread the love around for the 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 movie draft this time we got so many people interested we had two whole divisions now yeah different, different kind of format this time which is i almost i feel bad for big voice jay because i mean i guess he's they doing two different work. things yeah but i mean honestly and, and jay thank you for sending me the email because i i was like oh i just i'm like trying to figure out twitter and i've got to adjust volumes and whatnot she was to get asking the, the link perfect and she I'm was like, like oh. oh which one are we are we the blue or the red or whatever because obviously we weren't there <laughs> that was uh, the weekend of fun so we 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 realized uh when it came time for the draft i we we went back to the original strategy Liquor me up and throw me at some movies. Because if I was there, I'm just going to screw it up and I'm going to no, bid against no, him. No, you, you would have been fine. However, there was 100% less uh, trying to outbid my teammate. <laughs> right. And I my my only from feedback... <laughs> Not from everyone else. Uh, my was... only thing was that I was like, okay, we need to at least get on the animated family train because it's the time of year for it. Always Look, the I, time of year I, for family movies. I did fail you. 
I did not hit. I did not hit uh, the movies that I know you wanted. Well, we got. I tried a couple. Real, I tried real hard to get two of those that I I, I had two of them that I was like, Brittany, Brittany needs me to get these movies. <laughs> you better run some price up. So one um, was in rare form because this big question. <sighs> so. Uh, we need to know. I haven't watched this, and I really want to know. We haven't yet, uh, but I'm going to have to go back and watch it. What were you drinking for the draft to start us talking about it? Uh, I was going through the remains of my uh, remains of that uh, uh, case of Sam Adams that oh, I bought okay. for their Sam Adams one. So the I'm just there like, yeah, I think and I think I tossed a Bellhaven in there too. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, whatever, just empty this fridge out. We're getting. Getting shitty. I was I was uh, waiting for you to be like my log of villain's gone. <laughs> no, I, I made a very strict rule of I'm not going to the, I'm not going to the liquor. I have to I have to be kind of cognizant that's of what's like a, happening. That's here. like a time jumper move. There, you want to you want to watch those. So, but we. But so, but what yeah. did we end up getting? Well, I'll, I'll give you our list. I think after I give us give you our list. We might want to play the movie draft minute just yes, to yeah, yeah, see fun. where we're at. Uh, and then I'll, I'll kind of run down some of the other stuff for the draft. And after that, uh, just as a warning to all of us, we will switch on to the next beer. Yeah. We're doing yeah. a whole beer each, guys. We're almost, almost, to... almost so, finished. I don't think we said uh, uh, what the pack was. We are doing the – it's titled there, but we're doing the Sweetwater 420 Stash Box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, just, there's only four different kinds of beers in it, right? Yes, there's okay, only okay. four beers. Yeah. So, first movie up was uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, that's the full name of it? I don't know why I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the it's kind of a, the first movie we have coming out. Not the first one we bought, but it's the first one that's coming out. Okay, okay it's, a, it's a basically reboot. Let's forget all the bad Terminator sequels happened. And we're going back to Terminator, Terminator 2, and this is essentially like Terminator 3. So it's right? kind of like yeah. what they did with the Halloween let's franchise. Get, let's, get Lin, let's get Linda Hamilton here. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we've got everybody from Terminator 2 and back. Yeah, Schwarzenegger, for crying out loud, is back, though. Got the original John Connor back. They got everybody back. Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm hoping there are enough diehards who are like, yes, must see this movie, you know? All, all Everyone who's... Who can like their hair stands on end when they hear the dun 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 dun? <laughs> I'm look. I'm 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 hoping it's going to at least do decent. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting the world out of this. However, the next movie we got cheaper than I thought we would get it. We got it, it, I paid more than I wanted. I paid more than I like had charted out because like a crazy person, I had a sheet of paper <laughs> nearby that Man. I could consult at all times. But uh. We got Frozen 2. I feel like that's going to help us tremendously. But what did Frozen 2 go for? going to keep it. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't have the numbers here. I think it went for under, I think it went for like maybe 50, 52. Mm. I mean, Hi, but... I, I I see it. Like I, there, there aren't that many animated movies coming out this time. And I don't understand why, but like. There are, but there aren't bit. many big budget ones, and this is pretty much the this only is big budget being advertised to death. And like you know, yeah, having walked into the Disney store oh. today, I, yeah, I can, can <laughs> all confirm. the costumes and like yeah, it's bananas. And I want to see it too. Actually, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it went maybe just a little over fifty, uh, which was 
50 was my heart out, but I was kind of like, I, there's not enough in here that I'm going to make it. We're going to make a solid lineup without it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, I overpaid for this just to make sure we had another movie. Playmobil the movie. Oh, God. So how much How much did you pay for this? Like $26. God. I, just, I emptied out the money. It's like yeah. the last movie in the okay. draft. So it was and just. I had to look up what this movie even was, and I'm still just like, oh. I will okay. leave. A, I will say with that. So we didn't win last draft, and at least with this, we do not leave money on the table. Mm. No, many we, we teams, insist every time. Many teams will leave money on the table. It's like I know. It's like this isn't real. Just go for it, guys. <laughs> I, we will not leave money on the table if if it's coming down to the last couple of movies. We will just blow the load and get a movie because I yeah, think we I, did that was... with what was it last time that made us like nothing. Uh, but we weren't going to leave oh, money the, on the table. the the the, the spiderweb uh, thing. The, the, no, it was it was the sequel to the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, yeah. The... No, no, no. That wasn't last time. Uh, last time it was a, like a super serious. Oh, she says nineteen. Okay, yeah, I paid nineteen. That's okay. Oh, that's. Uh... Uh, I don't have that particular sheet in front of me. I couldn't find it at the nineteens. Oh wait, no, here it is. Never mind. I'm a little more forgivable. Yeah, that, I, that's fine. I mean, it's not going to make. So the it, Playmobil, it's going to make yeah. some money because there are kids oh. that are still going to be about no, it. You know? Go watch the trailer. I spent, I spent fifty-eight dollars for Frozen Two. Oh. God, that's way overpaying. Yeah, but, but I mean, but so our our recommendations. A, you don't know I going mean, in. We're like, hey, we want Star Wars or Frozen Two. If you get Adam's Family, that'd be great. Otherwise, we don't know what the hell any of these movies are. I had suggested Adam's Family, um, only because again, like sticking on that that animated thing. Plus, it's the only. Or I think it's like one of the only Halloween kind of themed it's movies time out. For Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we only have one more movie, and it's not The Addams Family. It's Spies in Disguise. <laughs> As Big Voice Jay says, a real Family Channel vibe. No <laughs> joke. That again, that's what th- the thing I was kind of like. I, so again, another animated thing. It's still this one's a real like wild card because so it's this like, one my my hope is this one I did not feel good about. This is buying, not a franchise. I, I just I needed movies. Yeah, but it could be. So it's not. But it's Will Smith and Tom Holland. Again, it doesn't have to be a good movie. Yeah, it has to put asses in seats. That's what it has to do. It, and this yeah. is like there's it's, it's so family it's friendly. From the minions. It's in the Minions universe. Exactly. The, the Despicable Me, which is not the worst thing. We've, I mean, that's Will Smith and Tom Holland. Come on, like we've we've got some real Will Smith and Tom Holland are ninety percent of this movie draft. By the way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but and then that's the last of our movies. I could not get you Maleficent. Uh, when the time came, I did not have enough money to buy that. Movie. Also, like I, I, I have seen it. such. I didn't want it either, but it, if I couldn't get Adam's Family, that was the other option. I have seen such a crazy amount of advertising for Maleficent. I'm just like, guys, because, okay, I get it. Because Disney. When did, by the way, when did Angelina Jolie get to where you could cut her, you could cut paper with her, like oh, cheekbones, her jaw? Yeah. Yeah. No, the the makeup artist on that, like, I, I will say, the makeup is is kind of on point in that movie. Yeah, there was a war for Maleficent. Um, mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's oh. talk talk. Uh, oh. Do we talk about it? Let's actually hold on. Movie draft, then let's talk about our next Second beer. beer. Yeah, we're pouring I'll, I'll the next talk beer. about the movie draft itself. That's so dank. So dank. Oh, shit. Maybe. I don't think it's going to play. Why you do this to me? Time to edit this in. Burr.
Okay, okay the button doesn't work. Hold on. Let's try this again. Welcome to your Blue League Movie Draft Minute, presented by DiamondClub.tv for the week of October 7th, 2019. I'm your host, Big Voice Jay. The temps have finally left triple digits. But has someone already racked up nine digits at the box office? Let's go to the scoreboard. Teams have a drink. Snowshoe and Gelf are all tied for last place. Still waiting for their first film. Team RMP gets 1.1 million from Jexy and third place. Team Geek Girls gets 17 million from the Adams Family and Gemini Man and second place. And in first place, with $154.7 million, all from Joker, is Team DK. Watch your Stream Team Movie Draft Minute. For up-to-date listings, follow Stream Team Draft on Twitter. Mm, Gemini Man's not making the money. I'm, I'm really good. I, I'm really glad I made a hard pass on that one. <laughs> I, I'm So Adam's family made 17 so far. Interesting. Joker yeah. is going to make a crap Joker is money. dominating a lot of stuff. Yeah. I It was one of the ones I wanted to try to get. It's on track to do... Yeah. Stupid money, you know, yeah. 200, 200, 250 million. I, I didn't uh, want to see that to begin with. And then I listened to Cord Killers, I think it was. And Tom Merritt was like, so he, he and Eileen saw it. And Eileen was like, I I have to go. I just have to go. Like, I can't. <laughs> They're like, it's just, it's, it's a good movie. But like, you feel broken afterward. I have- I I'm haven't like, seen no. it. However, from the trailers and everything I've seen about it, I went, well, I mean, I've seen Taxi Driver. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It is going to crush uh, crush it. Like, it's going to make stupid money. So, it, I don't Yeah. I, you know, I, I will probably watch it eventually, but I'm sure not going to watch it while it's in theaters right now because I'm not giving them any more money yeah, no. <laughs> that can be used against me. Well, uh, it's not. Oh. So... I think it will be good, but I just, it's not a fan, like not a wide movie. No, no, it's Mm -hmm. very niche. Like it has a hard rating and that's going to limit the audience and limit its rewatchability. And for the draft, it's going to make a big push and I think it's going to drop off. That doesn't mean the movie's bad. That just means, you know, its rewatchability to a theater audience is extremely limited. Very Viking saying, if you've seen Taxi Driver, you're in for a very similar ride. And I went, I'm pretty sure this movie was made for people who have not decided to watch Taxi Driver. (laughs) So people who did not go on that emotional roller coaster. Uh, But that said, uh, I, I always love doing the movie draft i had had a very rough week i had just bought a car that day and we didn't even talk about the fun bob escapades of the car well i mean we mentioned it on the octoberfest episode totaled his car wow i totaled my car uh i've nearly died twice in three weeks Uh, jumped out of a plane totaled his car two separate incidences i mean he tried he was he was wanting to drive his car out of that plane but he totaled it the week before. <laughs> but they but they wouldn't let me drive a drive a uh, car out of a Cessna. Something about it can't take off. <laughs> um, but I've got a I've got a new car now. I had to buy it that day. There's a whole insurance thing, and eventually got sorted. But it's I was real stressed out going in. I felt real. I I, I didn't feel necessarily great about the movies we got because we're not going to win. But. Uh, <laughs> But I felt I felt a lot better after the movie draft and just uh, 
everyone on there. Well, uh, uh, real quick. Plus, I got to I got to draft with people we haven't played with before. It was interesting oh. watching like people who who are doing it for the first time, and I'm like, oh, oh, you're not used to how low these these movies are going to go for compared to the big compared to the main league. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get more into that, and let's get into our next beer, the 420 Strain G13 IPA. So catchy, dank. Very catchy name. So uh, if you are a patron, you have already heard a lot of our opinions on this beer from our 420 episode. Oh, shit. This is when we last had this one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot we already had it at some point. Yes, uh, you can go check out our 420 special where we had a number of dank weed-inspired beers. And Casey's actually on that episode. I didn't really like a lot of those. We actually recorded that in Casey's Kitchen. But, uh, oh, I loved a lot of those beers. But um, I, it was a dank off, we called it. And you can become a patron for just a buck. And you can go hear that, along with our Utopias uh, impressions, if you want to know what that legendary beer that's coming out again this year is like. But this is, uh, I had to look it up because I'm not in the uh, weed culture as it is. I was like, G13, what the hell is that? I was like, is it uh, a new proprietary hop strain or something? Because that's what they'll <laughs> name them a lot of times. Like, no, it's a legendary weed strain. I mean, and I'm sure. like, oh, well, okay. But this is an IPA coming at 6% ABV, IBUs 48, relatively low. Uh, yeah, beer advocate score of 89. I think this is the highest rated one in the pack. Uh, its malt bill is two row malt, wheat, flaked oats. Hops are Columbus and Simcoe. It is dry hopped uh, with a double dose of Simcoe and Columbus. They said, nah, dog, we heard you like Columbus and Simcoe, so we got you more Columbus and Simcoe. So flavor profile is going to be dank, citrus, earthy, and resiny. Definitely hits all of those notes. Yeah. yeah. On point. This aromatic, super hybrid, sticky IPA is first and foremost a phenomenally delicious and drinkable beer with the added bonus of an all-factory experience. No, that is it to a T. All-factory experience that mimics that of the legendary G13 cannabis strain. The IPA base brew has a great body, good head, nice amount of haze. It is an extremely hazy beer, actually, and it's not marketed as being hazy. Uh, what, so that's like a lot of beers that claim to be New England's or whatever aren't yeah. as hazy as this. This is yeah. This is not. This is not clear. It is a pleasurable six <laughs> percent. No, ABV. no, no. <laughs> to work with the malt bill, uh, the brewers added some of their dankest hops, Columbus and Simcoe, plus two dry hop additions to achieve the aroma. Our brewers found the perfect botanically sourced strain-specific terpenes and married them with proprietary natural hemp flavor, both perfectly complementing the hops in this IPA. Mm. Oh, the the smell. That's like when you open it and you pour this. Because before we used to go on about Hemper from uh, New Belgium. Like when you crack one of those open, it could choke you out of a room. And no, you pour one of these, you're just like, <coughs> it's it's strong yeah. stuff. Mm. And the flavor. Oh, oh yeah. So. It smell. It smells more like weed than it tastes. Yeah, and that's uh, as the, they were saying. That's what they were going for. The aroma is where you get like it's the G thirteen aroma, just bam up your nose, and you taste it. And you get the citrusy, earthy profile. 
ready to fix. right what should i say which is which is better because i don't want to eat weed <laughs> ready to get weird uh, i mean i've heard that a few times from you and it went went different <laughs> ways but fair enough uh so i um i don't remember trying this at the uh the the dank off episode but i'm not getting any dankness it smells and tastes this is gonna this is gonna make me sound so high and believe me, I'm not. I would much rather be, but I'm not. Okay, hold uh, on, hold on. It's going to make her sound so high. Chris, what's your guess? If she says it's going to make me sound so high, and honestly, all, all my mind went to is like, God, I want some chicken nuggets. <laughs> I was going with Fritos. Oh. I mean, you know. Uh, no, so it it smells and tastes like... Do you know... <laughs> When bananas are like super green, like you get that, like that... Uh, no, I know exactly what you're talking about because yeah. you buy me super green bananas. That is not my f- like. Every time we right. go to the store, it's a Sunday and it's dumb. She's brought me Brad bananas green, that I couldn't peel. Brad green bananas. Uh, that would probably be better than like the... I couldn't peel some uh, of the bananas she brought me. I'm like trying to twist it and it's like rubber, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm not eating today. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I I it's. It's not a banana taste. That's, don't get me wrong. It's it's that smell and taste of the super not ripe banana. Like I don't know how else to say it. Honestly, it's that green. It, no, it tastes green. I don't know. Tastes <laughs> that, green. That's when. It, but like when you refer to bananas, people know what you're talking about. It's like oh, it tastes a little too green. Oh no, yeah, I get okay, it. That's fair. That's exactly what I'm getting from this. So At first, you, I smelled a little bit of like a um, a savory kind of smell, but um, which kind of explains when they they talk about earthy slash resiny. Uh, but the <laughs> banana, I, I can taste the color of the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> when your tongue is as blue as the color of the mountains, it's time to drink your beer. <laughs> Yeah, but no. Uh, that, so, that, that's like my palate in a nutshell. Sometimes. <laughs> so you can add that. You could just say green to this, and I mean it can different. Yeah, that's levels. not wrong. Like the resiny, earthy. Like yeah, that's... it's green <laughs> in a number of ways. Yeah, that, if but you that's, know what I mean. That's the weirdness. I'm, but that I would I would much rather get the weirdness that I just described versus like this is so dank I can't even handle life right now because then I wouldn't really be able to drink it very much. Yeah, when you actually taste it, though, it's a much more of a sweet little. There's some, there's a little hoppy dankness, but it's not like. Do you guys get that like savory aroma about it? Like a. Okay, so I don't know, Bob, if you've had it, but like locally, Mad Tree does this beer at Thanksgiving. I think nope. p- called Pilgrim. No. Okay. Well, ideally, it, it's meant to be like Thanksgiving dinner in a can, <laughs> like. But it has this like savory kind of quality to it. I guess like the no, vegetal with floral kind it of. It used situation. to be what they can now is not they, they what pilgrim used to be. You it's, used to get pilgrim and you could take a drink and you're like, I taste mashed potatoes, I taste turkey and gravy and uh, cranberry sauce. You're like, I taste a Thanksgiving dinner in this it can of beer. Amazing, and now it's this like washed out kind of. You're like, okay. I don't know. There's some cranberry in there. So furry Vikings asking if it's like umami. I would say no because well, what I get umami from is like kimchi, and it does not have obviously not the spicy part clearly, but like it doesn't have that that 
quality. I don't know. I don't know how. It's not okay. quite umami to me. Okay. But I don't. But but that being said, I don't hate this beer at all. Mm-hmm. So. Well, no. Uh, um, it is. Uh, before we move off of this beer, I do have to say again to push it. If you want to get on the Patreon and go hear the uh, dank off, because it was a competition to see where where these Ooh. beers landed. Which one won? Uh, I'm not well, going to well, say. Let's not tell them, because oh, okay. they they should be a patron to find out. If you're a patron, you already know. And if you want to know, you can go become a patron. Again, for a buck. And uh, uh, pushing this, because we were able to purchase a new piece of equipment that's going to allow us to have Casey back on the show more often. And uh, we can do some shows from Broken Throne moving forward whenever we're back in the area. And we can have Casey give us live updates on how things are going with the brewery. And uh, we'll be doing some, maybe some brewings down there on the floor with him. So oh, that'll be, be nice. it'll yeah. be fun because we were able to buy this nifty little board that is perfect for those kind of recordings. Thank you, uh, Gnarly Gnome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we can say we purchased uh, Cincy Brewcast's old yeah. old board. So Seems if, to work out. <laughs> if you're familiar with the Cincy Brewcast and the Gnarly Gnome, uh, we got their old board that they'd been using for the past umpteen million years. And uh, he he has a much slicker setup now. I mean, he can pull it, the thing fits in his back pocket, of which he said he has put it in his pocket to do shows before. It's like his setup now is awesome yeah. for what he does. Yeah, yeah. I need to I need to check it out next time I'm up that way. Um, well, we're bringing it. Chance to we're it bringing it down to you next weekend. Well, no, I mean yeah. like his his new. Oh, yeah. his, his yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but let me. Let me run down some of the, the, the Blue League draft. Back to the draft. Uh, as we enjoy you know, the, the 420. You know, there's team team red and blue. Because uh, we didn't want to make sure anyone seemed like they were more important. Uh, which I said, which I realized, like, man, we really should have said team one and team A. Yeah. The Fighting Mongooses. The Fighting Obviously. Mongooses. That's a good I, team name. How did they not go that direction? Because someone would have had the extra name, the Fighting Mongooses. And they just would have, the other team would have felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so uh, we've mentioned a little bit about who has what, uh, uh, at least who's got, got some of the stuff right now. Ritual Misery is uh, is a strong front runner to win this game. Hmm. How so? Uh, well, they have Star Wars. All right. <laughs> and that, no, an and they should not have anything else. Star Wars should have been a here's all my money. I don't get another movie. Hmm. We. We had to buy some other movies, and so because Star Wars was like way into the draft, oh. uh, and we all knew what they were doing, so we all had to try to like shore up our defenses. <laughs> but they bought Star Wars. They have Bombshell, which is the uh, uh, it's got Nicole Kidman, uh, Margot Robbie, and oh, um, yeah, yeah, third blonde lady. <laughs> I can't think of her name. A bunch of skinny blondes. Charlize Theron. Must Google. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Uh, And it's, it's. There's money. Yeah. uh, Okay. Well, it's, it's the, the, based on the events of what was going down at Fox News. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm assuming during some firings of. uh, Like, I want to see that. (laughs) Some Irish named fellows. Jesus. They also have a movie called Jexy. 
Uh, that's the uh, that's that's her, but played by one of the guys from Workaholics. Do, oh yeah, that guy, Adam something or other. He's yeah, on, he's Adam on, Levine. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> no, <laughs> Adam Levine. The British is like, yeah, sounds right. Goes with I it. always, I know that's not it. I always want to say that, and I'm like, nope, that's uh, that's the dude from. Yeah, no, that's not it. But uh, it sounds similar. I gotta look that up too now. God, that's just uh, messing, right. messing me up. Well, uh, they win uh, immediately. Yeah, they obviously they, won. Someone can say, I got Star, Star Wars and something else. Like, no, you won. <laughs> well, we've got Gelf, who is uh, Discount Gelf with uh, the current war, Dr. Sleep, Playing with Fire, uh, Black Christmas, uh, Jumanji, The Next Level, and The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle. I I want to see something for Voyage of Dr. Doolittle because I didn't know what that crap it was. And then I'm suddenly like, there's nothing yet. It's, it comes out so far away from now that they don't have any, the cast on that movie is absurd. Like it's first of all, it stars Robert Downey Jr. And Tom Holland. Hmm. Because Tom Holland is in all of these movies. He's also in the current war, which she also has. I want to see that. So that's one of those movies where like, I want to see that, but it's not going to gross dollar one. No, we want to see that because yeah, I want to watch Nicholas Tesla and uh, and Thomas Edison. You want to watch Nicholas Sparks play Nikolai Tesla and watch uh, Benedict Cumberbatch play uh, uh, Thomas Edison? Yes. Yeah, I want to see that. Yes, I do. All you had to be like, do you want to watch Benedict Cumberbatch? Stop. Just I want to so see stop. that live on yes. Monday Night Raw. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Drunk Kids up- Gaming, they have Joker, Maleficent, Ford versus Fieri, which looks like it's going to be pretty good, and is on, and and is projected to make probably somewhere near like a hundred million or more. I'm in, I'm uh, interested to see what Maleficent makes, but they've got Twenty One Bridges, which is actually on it, it projected to underperform. Uh, Queen and Slim and Bad Boys for Life. Oh, so they've got a pretty decent slate. They... Which is kind of a nostalgia play, if you think about it, on the Bad Boys thing. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, also Adam, either For... Divine or Divine. Sorry, yeah, no, Ferrari. Sorry. For Ferrari, but Fieri is how it is written in the doc, and has been the joke the whole time. So I was continuing that joke, sir. It's Guy Fieri driving a Ford. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. Yes, that is the correct. The correct name of the movie, but I There's... really like to imagine it's them just trying to outrace Guy Fieri. <laughs> so that has been, there's in the draft. There seems to always be some kind of naming convention that gets either there's purposely typo somewhere, and yeah. we just go no. That's because it. last time it was Spider Man, Far From Homo. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, Adam Devine or Adam Devine is however you say it, but like that, that's the that dude's name. Sorry. That was going to bother me. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, Geek, Geek, yeah. uh, Geek <laughs> Girls. Shade, classic have, uh, Geek Girls have Adam's Family, Gemini Man. They have Zombieland, which is mm. one of the ones I was trying to grab. That's, yeah, that's that's a toss-up, And uh, Beautiful uh, beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. <gasps> oh. Ooh, I was yeah. trying real hard. I tried real hard to get that one. Gonna, that, oh, mm. gonna be a lot of tears. That's an I, Oscar bait movie, I, I feel like, I can't bring too. myself to go see that. I'm just like, no, well the most wholesome man in Hollywood currently to play the most wholesome man ever. Ever. Yeah. It's just like, you heard oh. me, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. D- d- <laughs> Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers was the second coming and we all just, we just, <laughs> and we, we, we just missed our chance guys. No uh, and they, they, uh, they also have uh, little women. Oh, well, uh, that'll, that'll probably get some kind of a, for, for branding, for branding. 
Yeah. Snowshoe has uh, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, which oh god, as much as yes. I want to watch, that it won't movie, make money. I wasn't paying dollar one for no. that. That's very neat. That movie will be hilarious, <laughs> but it's not gonna make dollar one. Uh, Last Christmas, Charlie's Angels, Knives Out, which I kind of want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel and, Craig rocking uh, that accent will be pretty interesting. Well, and Chris Evans just being something that's not Captain America for a second. Look, let's not talk about that because I want Chris Evans to be Captain America for the rest of my life. Because that's America's ass. It doesn't matter where he takes it. It's still America's ass. He's so good as Steve Rogers. Like he, he did the best. Okay, never mind. Let's. Uh, also, they uh, they have cats. That'll you know uh, what that'll uh, probably make a lot of money for people who are about some Broadway. Yeah, but that's kind of a niche audience. It that's, is, but that, there's a lot. That's a large niche. Yeah, but the people who are in that niche don't like cats. Yeah. I was going to say, so oh, okay. the biggest that's Broadway fair. movie that's come out to well, it's date. it's for pretentious people then. So uh, <laughs> a lot of people probably would have bit that up looking at uh, what was the Hugh Jackman thing about Ringling Brothers. Mm. Like the, whatever, oh, the showman, showman. The Greatest yeah. Showman. People are looking at gross of that thinking, oh, theater people will spend. You know, everyone that's... who would see that will go see Cats. And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. It won't no. even. It won't make as much. Like the biggest. Uh, well, okay. You, you, it could go one of two ways. It could have a decent opening, because a lot of people want to see the train wreck that is. <laughs> yeah. That it's gonna nightmare be... fuel <laughs> CGI. Yeah. Point. When does that come out? Oh, so that's why Justin was doing all those. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Justin was doing all those dangerous stunts. Yeah, that's that's why. Um, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Anyway, the uh, but the draft was pretty fun. Uh, I, 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 we're not going to win. I'm hoping for a strong third place. Strong third. Uh, uh, we ended up with fourth last time, so you know, one better than last time. At least third. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I, I'm, I'm genuinely a bad at we, predicting this. <laughs> we need, we need a lot of our stuff to really perform. And, and everyone else to underperform to win. So I, d- I don't see us winning, but I think we're we're going to be able to, to, to – we may hold our own for a while. Um, we don't have anyone pulling, uh, pulling a uh, long shot or a green book this time, though. Oh, okay. We're not, we're not going to have any of those uh, sleepers. Not, not, in this, not in this league. Uh, I don't know what happened over in the Red League. I, I mean, I could find out. Did anyone – Massively overpay for something. Uh, <laughs> Over in Red League, I don't. Hey, look, we we also we paid less money than Red League did for Frozen. Oh, really? Uh, what did it go for there? Fifty nine. Well, I'm, so not okay. by much, but not by much. But we... I'm I'm intrigued. Like, okay, so I don't know how any of this is going to go because you never can really predict numbers on the like who's going to see what. But I'm very interested to see what some of the movies that I thought could make good money are going to do. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Parasite, that's going to be the, the movie of the... That's no one's going to watch that movie. That it's is. not in I don't English. even know what it is. It is a... Yeah, we'll talk about it later. That's Okay, then. But it's not in English, so it's not going to make any money for domestic. It's got a lot of good buzz no uh but i will say while we were getting ready for the draft getting everybody into the call getting uh, i got a message from a friend of the show a guest on the show once upon a time and was uh, gonna be a guest uh when we were 
we were all going to be together last weekend. Well, I didn't know about that until we did the, until we were doing the movie draft, and our friend uh, Kent from Ritual Misery says, "Hey, I'm going to be down there for Casey's opening at Broken Throne," which was responded with, "What?" Because <laughs> we suck at internal communication. Apparently. Well, well we I had think some stuff he was on. also trying to like make sure as few people knew as possible so he could be a surprise. But then stuff happened. Not everybody could, could make it down. Yeah, which so, we did warn him that we weren't going to be able to be there. for. You know. uh, he, he, yeah, he had known at that point. Uh, but he, he messaged me and I was uh, like, holy crap, because he lives far away. And we've not, not seen him Ohio. since. We've not seen him in person since uh, Nertacular. Uh, Nertacular. Oh yeah. yeah, I was like thinking Oktoberfest. I was like, oh wait, no. <laughs> but he he's like, yeah, no. I he was in town for something else. He came in a day early, and drove down to be at the opening. To the middle of and nowhere. I, yeah, Sorry. I did you walked... ask him what he thought of the mountains of uh, Eastern we, Kentucky? We talked a little bit about that, but uh, I uh... <laughs> did he hear dueling banjos when he pulled into town? Because if not, then he didn't get the true experience. Well. What's what was funny was as we was as we were walking in, he's trying. I could see him because he he booked a hotel near the place that so he's walking over trying to find where it is, and they are having their Hoptoberfest in Pikeville, Kentucky. Nice name. Okay, I didn't yeah, know. What, I where, thought it was like a where, where beer fest see, on the street see, in front of the brewery. Mm-hmm. Where I could see Rheingeist and Braxton and oh, nice, a couple other places down there, and I. But I'm I'm walking from parking further away because I don't know what any of the street parking is like in Pikeville anymore. Uh, but I look over and I see I see Kent trying to figure out where to go, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> this way to the building with no sign. Uh, right. Like they 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 had to figure out what they wanted. That a sign is in the works. It may be up by now. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we we sat down. We we have a little. Yeah, we start getting a drink. We get a, a flight of uh, at least four of the beers that are available of the six. We had all of them that night. Hmm. Oh, uh, the, they had all. So uh, anyone who wasn't, oh, I don't think any, a lot of people <laughs> were clued in. So uh, there was a bit of a nail biter going on for the opening <clears throat> or for that particular like preview preview. Casey didn't know if they were going to be able to actually do it because they didn't have kegs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, yeah, was keg- a, there was a big, uh, oh, we don't know if kegs are going to be here in time for Casey because Casey had fermenters full of beer ready to keg and no kegs. So he's like, hey, I'm good to go with four more beers. I don't have anywhere to put the beer I've got currently. Yeah, they they came in. Right at the wire, so he could start getting stuff in there. So he had enough stuff to get to get up and running. Uh, while we're we're setting up stuff, Casey looks at me and goes, "By the way, only one of the beers is on untapped right now." Oh. And I went, "Not nah, for long." <laughs> You're like, "I want to change that. Give me the stats." <laughs> and so, like, and they they have a nice little sheet. Uh, they are very basic, you know, very very simply named. That would probably be the best. So that is uh, uh, best way to put that. Something to say. We we pressured Casey for the longest time. He has never liked the way breweries name beers, and that's when he just said, "Whatever the beer is, is what its name is." He he doesn't like names that are like cheeky or double entendres. Or Casey's like, "No, I don't Fair. want any of that." And he's like, "If it's 
you know, if it's a porter, that's its name is whatever porter. The porter by Broken Throne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but they are, but yeah, they're, they're sort of named like that. They've got the stats on there, so I'm like putting stuff in as I can. Uh, but Kent came down with a gift for the show, which is currently with me. And it is a book. It is The Delirium Cafe from Brussels. And so 2004 Brewery, uh, for their, or 2004, it's their uh, beers from that year. Oh. And it if, has if, a if you don't know about Delirium, then you are missing out. Oh my gosh. It legendary. is a rundown and they've got like big, big whole, you know, sections like this where you can see what they have, descriptions, the price they were paying at the time. So they have like, there's a table of contents at the beginning of this menu to tell you where to go. Uh, it's it's amazing. I, I've been like thumbing through it like for the last week. Uh, I sent you guys a picture as soon as it came in. Yes, but uh, I really wish we could have been there. I mean, obviously we couldn't. Like there were, we had no yeah, control no, over there it, were, but, like it, it would have been awesome. But but it's. Uh, it was it was great. He was like, no, if there's one thing I know you guys would enjoy. It's this. I mean, I'm just like, this is great. I looked at Casey and I was like, do you want me to take this as I'm the midpoint between all of us? He's like, yes, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good, good. Casey had other <laughs> things to worry about at the time. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Because uh, I assume it, it stayed true. Uh, Casey posted a lot of the interviews he had done for local news. In, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the Discord. Oh. Again, uh, if you're not in the Discord, get in the Discord. Uh, you can get a lot of heads up on news stuff. We tend to post it and chat about things in there before the news episodes happen. And also, Casey likes to drop big, uh, big under the radar things that he's got going on. And him getting interviewed on several news outlets was a fun one to watch. Our uh, what? <laughs> what was funny was a, a mutual friend of our of all of ours. Uh, came by for his uh, his thing down in town to uh, to record him uh, for an interview, and I, I I didn't hear the name of who was interviewing him until I looked back, Kevin? and then it clicked in my brain, and I went, "Oh crap, that's Kevin!" Oh, it was Kevin? Awesome. Oh, and great. I almost like I didn't go out and immediately just go like accost them because he had his camera out and he's taking footage, but I came this close from just bursting out the door and going. Holy crap, mother! <laughs> <laughs> so I had it, oh, it's been a while since I've been able to see Kevin, but it was I still remember uh, in high school, uh, me and our friend uh, Pat had to uh, give Kevin a, a rough rundown on being Santa Claus. <laughs> we had to uh, we had to prep him for uh, how to properly ho ho ho. Uh, yeah, but it was uh uh but yeah, you know, it was it was it was fun just being back in town and or being near ish to where I grew up and checking with everybody. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh we Casey's also got his his massive shuffleboard table that's up that, and running that, that he made of. that Casey handmade this Casey shuffleboard. Casey and some of the other yeah. other owners handmade. Like, they, them, but, yeah. they there made handmade this shuffleboard table from. I'm assuming peer pressure. 
because that's we told Casey like, no, you have to have a shuffleboard table. Like this is no. I mean, he was excited about it anyway. Like he's like, no, this it, is a requirement. He's the one who taught us. It needs to yeah. shuffle. It needs a smid. It needs a smidge more like sand or dust or something on there. Oh. Just. Just oh. enough to cut because there's there's a couple spots where you'll get a couple dead spots and you'll just watch the watch the the puck just get there and then just slide off the edge. Uh, Literally, so it will make a right angle because it's it's it, so smooth. Is it this? Oh, it's too smooth. I was gonna say, is it the sand? Does he need a coarser or finer grain mm-hmm. sand? Is, could that be the no? Problem? He it's it's that he needs just a little bit more of it because it's not built up enough on the sides that you can just like reach down and kind of like sprinkle some oh, up. Oh, okay. okay. It's not like uh, uh, when we were at Mad Tree and we had to like we were because the, the table wasn't level, so we're like <laughs> shoving coasters under a leg. We're like, no, this shit is, isn't gonna fly. <laughs> uh, but me, me and uh, me and Ken played a played a round of that, and I tried to remember how the scoring worked. And we finally just went, all right, we're playing to this many points, and these are the rules we're agreeing on right now. Well, let's you, go. You just played to twelve, isn't that it? Uh, yeah, because usually, uh, yeah, some of them, some of the tables have we played like the little because... things on the side. Yeah. I was about to say, it like, was... a little abacus style. Mm-hmm. So, counting. okay, we've, we've lingered. Everybody, uh, if you got beer in your glass, bottoms up right now. Uh, I've toast... already poured the next beer. Well, Brittany, oh. toast it up, and we're, we're, we're catching up. Yeah, I'm dumping. Mm-mm. You don't dump. Not in this house. <laughs> well, I can go ahead and start reading about the next next beer we've got coming up. Uh, next up is the Strain Mango Kush. Ah, oh, that Mango Kush. So this one, I do have to say, I thought it was a variant of the last one. But go ahead and tell us why it's not actually a variant and just a completely well, different beer. This is an American wheat. It's got a strength of 5%. Uh, IBUs are around 30. Score on beer advocates about eight, uh, 86. And the malt bill is Pilsner White wheat, flaked wheat. Uh, it's also the hops. We've got Nuggetzilla and El Dorado. Nuggetzilla. Okay, yeah, so don't... I've heard of Nugget before. Nuggetzilla? <laughs> yeah, look, your guess is as good as mine. I assume that it's up from the depths, 30 stories high. <laughs> These hops breathe fire. They stand in the sky. Oh, uh God. The flavor profile is dank, tropical, herbal, juicy, and melon, and I can get most of that from the aroma. So yeah, it smells interesting. It smells like a dank, tropical, juicy melon that you've put weed in. Yeah, mm. that's so. Uh, <laughs> doing some brief Fun point. <laughs> I had to do some brief research on Nuggetzilla. So it's a Denali hop. Its lineage is 50% Nugget, 25% Zeus, and 25% uh, 1905A, which if you're wondering, the 1905 is just, it's never been named. It's one of okay. these like, experimental hops. I was going to say, though, the Zeus makes sense. He he gets his dick into everything. Literally the first thought in my head. Yep. Like 25% <laughs> Zeus, that's just the nutshell of Greek mythology. <laughs> So the 1905-8 is the result that of show. a good job. It's the result of a cross between early green and unknown variety, because it is known for creating healthy, vigorous offspring with high alpha acid. Uh, 1905-8 has worked its way into the breeding of some of today's most successful hops. So that's just how it comes in. Uh, Much like Zeus as well. <laughs> it is the father of such varieties as Mount Hood and Super Galena. And the grandfather to a whole slew of varieties, including Calypso, Delta, Horizon, Nugget, Summit, 
and Apollo. Hmm. <laughs> you know what it smells like to me? It's like a mix of pine needle and eucalyptus. I could see how you get there. Hmm. Like it's a very strong, odd oh scent. Gosh. Well, this is, as they describe it, a second sticky hit from the 420 strain. An American wheat packed with herbal juicy mango notes and distinctive dank notes. Strain specific terpenes for a natural hemp. Uh, sorry, I'm seeing Chris's reaction. Take a sip of that bad boy. Oh, I gotta okay. read, and I uh, then I will. Uh, so, the, uh, just to interject while you're still going there, I've got to say the it's all in the aroma on the 420 strain. Just the G, the, the IPA, it's all in the aroma. This one, it's all in the flavor. <laughs> nope. Hmm. They kick it the uh, other way. Well, the strain-specific terpenes and natural hemp flavors uh, complement the hop and malt bill, delivering a euphoric ale with the fresh that fresh olfactory bonus rip. Yeah, no, I took a sip. It tastes like I licked a hemp rope, and um, yeah, so but, it smells like uh, it smells like clementines. In a perfect world, maybe. Like that's what it smells like. But if you take a a sip of that bad boy, God, that's not good. I like it, but that is, whoo boy. <laughs> so uh, now this is this is one of the more danker flavors, but it's not. There's nothing else there. It's like a it's like a drying, uh, herbal flavor. It's very drying, not, herbal, and citrus. Like that is. That's it. I'm not even tea. getting citrus. It's just really? there's there's not a whole lot of else there. I get like grapefruit on the flavor. Like it is extremely grapefruity. It's like not if a bit of, I I'm I, I no I, sugar grapefruit. Like it's just as, like a raw yeah, grapefruit. As soon as you said that, I was like, okay, yes, grapefruit. I understand. But to me, it smells or it tastes just like it smells. As Def far Leopard as, like, got nowhere near this. There was no sugar poured on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like oh god, oh oh. Eh. Uh, furry Viking Burping in the chat. Brittany's face is not encouraging. Oh, it's so I can't. So uh, if if you become a patron or you are a patron and have listened to the 420 episode, you will know uh, I had lamented because we did not have this one available because I couldn't get it in singles for that episode. And now, like that was with this one, I thought it was just a variant of the IPA, but it's like no, it's an American wheat beer. It is a completely different beer, and I've got to say this is great. It I, did, it doesn't need to compete with the G thirteen IPA. I think this is completely enjoyable by itself. This good for I like you. It. I don't get how I smell so much like mango fruity thing, and when I taste it, all I'm getting is just pine. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like resin like and pine, pine is like, in the yeah, flavor. Pine resin. Yeah, that's exactly what the flavor is. So resin, we can just go with, you know, it's this big resin flavor. It's, it's resiny to me. And the aroma is ex- like this big citrus sweet hit, and none of that is in the flavor. It tastes now, like... there a- is... I was going to say, there's a very small hint of like a sweetness in the beginning. Like, like right when it hits your tongue, and then right after that, it's just all hemp rope. <laughs> just licking hemp rope. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. for uh yeah uh <laughs> i t- 
to me, the uh, only the furry f- Viking in the chat basically saying Brittany's given the, the could you could, effing could not you, face. You not? Uh, that's my face. Often, I don't. I, you know, I, I don't control these things. But it's she has what's what's clinically known <laughs> resting as bitch face. resting bitch face. It's it's a problem. It. It's literally yeah. a problem at work. She's been told she needs no to professionally. They're like, look you need happier. to watch your facial expressions, and I was like, I don't like, I can't. I don't know how. I was, like, I mirrors. That's how, Brittany. You put them. No, I no joke. I thought I smiled in my license picture. Didn't. <laughs> she was giving him very the much looks like face. I didn't smile. I I I genuinely thought I did. Very much looks like she's given him the could you effing not? <laughs> Apparently, we, that's just my face. Could we move this the f on? <laughs> I'm like, I, I swear to God, I was smiling. Okay, um, but no, I. It's like so that I do get the a fruity. A, there's a fruity presence, but it still is like take a big gulp. It's like a it, it's the fruity presence within that that resin and and. I still say kind of eucalyptusy kind of taste makes it medicinal, which I am just I'm no I, m- I'm not on board. The more I drink it, the more I'm like no, I, it's like mangoey and grapefruity. The more I'm like taking bigger drinks, I'm just like no. If this you take is- a bigger drink, you might get some mango, but I I if literally you don't like it. I don't recommend it. I get a, I get no mango whatsoever. I get There's a, a hint nice- of grapefruit, and then like I'm chewing on a Christmas tree. Why did we not have it ready? I want because I want to be able to look up over my shoulder and there's Chris Catan and that gold speedo dancing and be like, mango, mango. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that that's like a what late nineties SNL reference. I mean, it was when you're, it was gonna good. Make a, you're gonna make an SNL reference. It's late seventies or late nineties. I, I can't do this. I, I'm just not. I can't. Pour some of that over here. Yeah. No. You. you all you. That's, I love this pour. bastard. Yeah, like if I take a large enough drink, if I'm like really hunting for it, I can find some mango, but this... It just tastes like I'm just... You know, it's like I've been eating that balsam and cedar uh, candle from Bath and Body Works. Or from I mean, Yankee that's, candle. that's fine. I don't want to eat that. <laughs> no one should. I'm burping up pine. <laughs> this isn't good. Pour some dank beer on me. That's from Furry Viking. Okay, so getting into, uh, I want to get back into this Nuggetzilla thing. So I'm loving this uh, because they're talking about the history of Denali hops. Looking for something big, brash, and boisterous for your next pale ale or IPA. Look no further than the Denali. With a hoppy one-two punch of pineapple, pine, and refreshing citrus, it's easy to see why this is one of the hottest and most sought-after varieties right now. There all is. those notes, like it's like all the that citrus and pine, like that is completely in this. There is no pineapple in this. If no there pineapple, were, it would feel no, much better. Pine, but, yeah, pine and the citrusy notes, like that is completely within the same. There's no pineapple. Uh, the variety was originally bred by Hopstoner, uh, one of the largest and oldest hop farms in the world. They've been involved in the hop industry since 1845 and continually put out some of the most sought-after varieties over the last couple of years. They've released several new experimental and proprietal varieties, including Lemon Drop, Calypso, Eureka, and Denali. Yeah, those are, Lemon Drops are pretty rough to come by. Like you're going to pay a pretty penny for some of those. 
<sighs> no, sir. Yeah, I. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just like, this is, this is okay. But Nuggetzilla not... was new on my radar. Like, this is the Hell first yeah, no. time I've been introduced to this hop. I just want to put up like the not impressed meme. You know, just like the face on that burp. Bah. <laughs> uh, not about it. Okay, so, uh, so uh, uh, let us in. Uh, uh, we were talking about <laughs> enough about that hop. <laughs> We've gone mm-hmm. way too much into that. Uh, we need to actually get into what happened at the Broken Throne opening. Hmm. Well. Uh, there were a lot of uh, there's a decent amount of people that came in a little bit of waves. So we had like a, a small little group show up. Well, not small, but like a decent amount of group show up at first. But there's still a lot of people over at Hoptoberfest. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking in, they are actually like saying, "By the way, Broken th- Bro- Broken Thrones opening up in a little bit." That's actually probably pretty close to how they said it because they've been drinking too. Right, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> and they're like. Like, don't worry, you can still drink here. Just just know when you're done here, you can go over there and try out their new stuff. They're doing a little sneak preview. And you're like, oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And so I walk over, start getting getting into them, some of their stuff. Uh, they had – here, let me – Yeah, there was a picture of the menu or something somewhere, I feel like. Yeah, I was trying to grab my phone because I took a picture of the menu to – uh, to send send off just to make people jealous. Because hmm. uh, Chris asked, like, how's that, how are the beers? I was like, well, do you... Yeah, I saw that whole thing you, in Discord. Are you, are you into the... the are Kent's... you ready to open up a new je- uh, a new jamming and jelly thing? <laughs> are you ready to, to counter schmuckers? Kent was pretty about the stuff that he had as well, it seemed like, uh, in the Discord chat anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's see where it is. So, nope, I don't need to show you any insurance information. That's from. <laughs> okay, so they had the Magna Mosaic, uh, which was an American IPA, which I saw quite a few people in Pikeville, Kentucky, drinking. All right. Really? They, yeah, they weren't opting for the Pikeville Porter. The, uh, not. the uh, I don't think Casey has the rights to that name. The Marlboro cigarettes and <laughs> no, Folgers red can uh, red, red can, can coffee. Yeah, uh, they also had the hazy uh, New England IPA. You were giving that high praise. I feel like in the in the Discord, if I remember, it's, it's pretty tasty. Well, me and Kent were both kind of like this. I don't know if Kent had had a New England hmm. yet because he was like, "What is this?" Like, oh, oh, I was like, "Yeah, I know." I'm a big there. fan, so I mean, you know. Uh, there was also they had their amber ale, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty pretty solid. Their West Coast ale, and an oatmeal stout. Now, mm-hmm. me and Kent were both about cement some of that oatmeal stout, right? Mm. Uh, and then they had a uh, something to try to you know get the average the average Bud Miller Coors convertee over, right. which was the sparkling pale ale. And, uh, what, what, I'm sorry, what's, what's the sparkling part about? I, you know, I don't know, <laughs> but the, the amount of, uh, like, I, 
<laughs> I think that's where you see Kent in the Discord saying something along the lines of, I have never been around someone so awkwardly trying to order something <laughs> as watching me try to say, I'll take the sparkling pale ale, please. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Casey uh, the one taking your order? Well, there uh, Casey and one of the other owners could take it, so like, uh, it was just whoever was nearby. Gotcha. Because um, Casey was running around a lot. Um, because they don't actually have bartenders yet, so yeah, they're still they, working yeah, on they this have stuff. not hi- at the time they had not hired a staff. So each of the the people it was who the actually... owners, uh, like because Casey is a owner as well. They were they were the ones <laughs> pouring the beers. Now, what was funny was that the whole night I had given Casey crap because I'm just like. Man, how come all you guys have shirts? Where's mine? Mm. Why don't I have a shirt? <laughs> and then end Casey of the night provides one. No, end of the night. I am like I'm getting ready to leave because I, I have to drive back because I have to work in the morning. And I and he's drinking an entire look, keg himself. <laughs> I look down as I'm like getting ready to say bye to him. I'm like, what the hell is this? And you're wearing a shirt. You don't even know how it's on you, but you're wearing no, you're wearing. No. I'm not even wearing the shirt. I look down and there are just there's just all these shirts here that you can buy that he hadn't even mentioned to anyone. No sign that says, "Hey, would you like a?" Oh, by the way, there's a shirt. Yeah, and I'm like, "What the?" It's like, oh yeah, no, we have shirts here. They're they're this price and this price. It's like, fine, here, buy one for me. Oh, and get some. And Amos. Uh. I didn't know you're all sizes, so I couldn't buy you guys shirts. But I don't. I never know my size anymore, to be fair. Uh, but we. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, just just bring us shirts. That just, yeah, these. Uh, it is somewhere in my laundry because when I buy a shirt, I have to wash it after I get it. I can't. Well, yeah. I mean, unless you're desperate. Like, no, I I usually take the shirt at face value and wear it once before washing it. That's. Because I'm disgusting as a human being. I've tr- I, no, I've tried it too many times, and they I end up getting like this weird filmy whatever, and I'm just like, uh, no, I'm itchy now. Uh, but it was uh, still though it was a it was a pretty pretty great time. There's a lot of a uh, lot of delicious beers, uh, and the the place is pretty nice. I mean it. Uh, I had been in that place before when it was a different, uh, <laughs> when different it was location, a but... different establishment. So that's like Ken didn't know what he was walking. Like the place he was going into used to be uh, Champs. It yeah. used to be a sports bar, and it is, for Casey's credit, perfectly positioned now across from the Expo Center. And they will be crazy if they do not offer drink specials on days that are uh, concerts or events over there. Right. Uh, but they, uh, but yeah, the, the, there's one thing I will say about the place. There's a lot of exposed brick. So it's a little bit echoey. A little echoey? A little bit. You You start getting, you know. You gotta get loud because the person next to you is getting loud. And then there, there's an escalation to where by the end of the night, while there's like the place is still kind of fairly packed, they're like shouting, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, out to you know, out in public. Well, so I'm, I, I'm, I've gotten used to drinking alone in my apartment. So the decorations and uh, things on the wall, 
I am still at a loss. Uh, it, a dual sign. They need, they need artwork on the walls that is going to be. Uh, I don't know if they need to commission someone or they could just print it off and just be cheap about it, and that'd be fine too. But they need portraits because the whole thing is broken throne. It's all this, you know, no nothing rules forever. And it's supposed to be all these old kings and everything that have been thrown out of power. I was like, no, everything needs to be portraits of all these old monarchs and everything with that hop logo that they've come up with pasted crudely over the face. Well, or the head, also, and they need oh yeah, those I could, portraits. I could see that for Louis the Fourteenth, but yeah, they need those portraits lining the walls, and that would be fantastic, and would I would love it. There's that that. Well, they had someone that was painting like beer being poured into a glass while we were up there. So I was like, well, maybe they'll put something like that up or something. But hmm. there's just it, it's it's a little bit loud right now. Um, it's just fine for, for like the area it is. It's next to a, you know, it's near a college. So it's like you, two streets over from a college. Very good placement. Yeah. If uh, mm-hmm. you ask me. <laughs> yeah, no. From so a university. <laughs> yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll get a lot of business. That that was the thing that I was laughing at when I started realizing that, Oh, why are people drinking IPAs? It's a college near here. Younger kids that are trying to rebel against their, because, you know, Eastern Kentucky is at least, you know, five, ten years behind. Yeah, the rest of the world. Again, that's why Mark Twain want, wanted to come there when the world ended. Because <laughs> at least two years behind everything. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, uh, all right, uh, I, I got to grab new glasses, I guess. Vamp, vamp, before we, vamp, I was going to tr- transition into the, the next beer, but I got to get new glasses well, for us. I am personal. I thought this whole pack was going to be a... Uh... A, a hop you know centric situation but the next this, one's actually chocolate so i'm like yes yes please yes <laughs> no i'm pretty i'm pretty surprised by that uh oh uh well since we're since we're vamping i will say it is very strange to have gone from the rental car that i had been driving yeah which was a it was a you know gigantic ford f-150 which you know good truck by the way just good I mean, truck but it 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 was a car with a bed in the back. It had four doors. So because <laughs> that's uh, how trucks are now. It's basically a van with hauling capabilities. That and truck I, was I, a monster. I, yeah, it yeah. Was, it was. I went kind of hot from, though. I went from that to a to a Corolla. <laughs> you went to the beer ass beer of cars. You went to oh, this is easy to drive. I I got into that thing and I'm like oh I can. Oh, I can just slip into any spot that ever existed. So this next one is the reason. Like, okay, so it just has to be stated. This pack is the reason I want to start doing these episodes again. We've been doing these episodes for a couple of years. Going through these packs because there's a monetary thing involved with buying (laughs) crap tons of packs of beer. Yes. Yeah. And I saw this one, and the only way you can get this beer is in this pack. And limited release. Yes. Uh, So why don't you go ahead and give us the rundown of this beer, and maybe maybe someone. Maybe anyone will catch on to maybe why I wanted to try it. Yeah, so this is showing off the can here for a second. Uh, so this is the 420 Strain Chocolope Stout. Wonderful name. Big fan. Uh, so it's a stout, 6.4% ABV. Is this the highest in the pack? It is the highest, okay. 
highest yeah. in the pack. Uh, 35 IBUs, which, you know, it's a stout, so that makes sense. Uh, 88 on Beer Advocate. Uh, it's only one point under the next highest one, which was the G13, I believe. Oh, I'm so Yeah, confused. it was an 89. So yeah. confused about that. Yeah, aroma. me too. <laughs> So, I smelled that. I was like, wait. D- d- read through it. Keep <laughs> yeah. going, and okay, we'll um, find out. So, malt bill. Two row malt, obviously. Munich, uh, 7080, pale chocolate, chocolate, roasted barley, and wheat. So, okay. they brought it. So, uh, when you look at it's the malt bills. It's a hoppy bills, chocolate. Yeah. They they delivered. They were like, no. No, dog. We heard you like chocolate. <laughs> so, we gave you chocolate. Uh, the hops. Chocolate. We've got Bravo and Willamette. So, that's the uh, another thing about this whole Will pack. Arnett is in this beer? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so no, uh, when you go through the hop bill for this whole thing, every beer has a completely different hop bill. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so the dry hop is Dutch chocolate, which is a thing that exists. <laughs> so if only every beer could be like dry hopped with Dutch chocolate. And in As the back of do. my head, I was just like, isn't that just like adding an adjunct and you're just calling it dry hopping? I mean... I guess I'd like to picture it being that like they went through the actual dry hop process with Dutch chocolate. And I'm just like, no. Furry Vikings. So it's a Hershey's weed milk chocolate beer. Sold. Yes. Sold. I mean, okay. So the place. Also, I'm, I'm like, when you say dry hopping, I can only picture like the 90 minute. <laughs> like like a, you just see the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the vibrating the, table thing, the vibrating football oh. table. And it's just like yeah. chocolate coming down. It. Yeah. That's, and Sam yeah. Calgione's like there high, like off his ass <laughs> watching chocolate come down. He's like, yes. Okay. You, that's a, I know that's supposed to be a joke, but Ooh, hold on. There's an aftertaste. Uh, but it, <laughs> ooh, hold on. <laughs> What's that? But uh, that probably is accurate. So, um, flavor profile. Oh. Tropical coffee chocolate. I also feel accurate. I just took a sip. Oh, yeah. So, very, very accurate. Description. Mm. The 420 strain is back in black with a chocolatey stout bah. and a head-turning aroma. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Our, uh... She's like peeling stuff off her tongue. I've got a hair in my mouth. Okay. Oh. Our unholy trinity of hops, strain-specific terpenes, and natural hemp-type hemp flavors complement a roasty malt backbone, resulting in a dreamy medley of mouth-watering flavors. Tropical fruit on the inhale, coffee on the exhale, gooey chocolate all the way through. Okay. So, very dry. Yes. It's very yeah. much a dry stout. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, a, a complete departure from everything else in the pack, as you would expect. Cause it's so here's all that citrus that Chris was trying to say was in the last beer. The aroma messes you up. Yeah, the aroma is real weird. Let's let's okay. Let's let's key on the aroma first because let's... it's just resin. <laughs> there's no chocolate. There's no it's yeah. resin. There's nothing. So when it's nothing you expect from a dark beer, when you smell mm-hmm. this. It is like so you are weird. you are smelling a West Coast IPA. It does not taste how it when smells when you dig your nose all. in. Not chalky dry. Uh, for a Viking in the chat asking, no. chalky dry? No, like, it's um, it's like an Irish stout. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not even. By the way, it's not. It's not that I'm sticking my nose into a West Coast IPA when I'm smelling it. It's like I've stuck my nose into like the remains of someone's stash of weed. 
But it, it but and and not to relate it to it, but like it's it's as off putting as when you're drinking one of those like black IPAs. It's yeah. Because you in your head you're like, this is gonna smell, you know, like this, like a dark beer. It's a and dank then you smell stout. it and you're like, wait. <laughs> How like it's a dank stout. You don't get many dank stouts. But it's and so weird but the the taste is not like you smell. It smells at dank. All. It it's very dank on the odor. It is not in the flavor. Sorry, yeah, I gotta go back in. It is very well, it's much like, it's, it's roasty and it's very roasty, roasty, dry coffee and chocolate. That is very much where it sits on the tongue, but in the aroma, does, completely different. It does get a little bit danker, but like it's a it's a weird line of dank between hempy. Uh, like I will say, hempy. That it yeah, it's it's like yes, it's like I'm it's like I'm drinking weed chocolate. But not weed just, brownies. But not just weed. weed, but like like there it is. Actual it's pot hemp. brownies. It's pot, pot brownies. brownies. <laughs> it's liquid pot brownies. I don't, there needs but to be more chocolate. It's like but... that, if you if you take a large enough sip, you start getting a little bit of some of that that flavor. Yeah, yeah. kind of like get it all in there, get in the back of the tongue. But so, I, I do like that. That it completes it. So no, oh, how do I just just see it? <laughs> so we start with the four twenty IPA, which is just an IPA. Ooh. And then we go to the dankest of danks, the G13 IPA, which is just straight up liquid weed. And with the mango kush, which is this nice fruity version. And then we just go to the pot brownies. Like it's just, it, it's just a, it, as they said, it's the 420 stash. Mm-hmm. It's just like all the iterations. Like you pretty much are just missing like the, the gummy bears. Like we just yeah. need gummies and it's like, just like, here's. <laughs> Where would they be? There be gummy bears, and why don't I have them? <laughs> but there's your there's your big pot brownies, and this is the reason this beer is why I wanted this pack so bad because you can only get it in this pack, and it's what sells it. And this pack sold out so fast. It's probably one of the better beers in the pack. <laughs> it's delicious. This and the mango Kush are it's still, awesome. Okay, actually, I, I'm gonna let's, say, let's we have a difference of opinion there. I, I guess do not like the mango there's a big Kush difference of opinion. We'll get to that in a minute. But this pack is, like, it has been flying off shelves. When I saw it, there were only three left, and it had already, like, on the shelf completely, and I'd been in there the day before. So they got their shipment in, and then people raided it. So I really hope anyone else is able to find this thing, because this is awesome. Like, this is a great, like... F with your taste buds and your like your whole yeah. palate and everything. Accurate. If yeah. you really want to test yourself, this is a great pack for it. This is the weirdest beer. <laughs> like <laughs> this is the strangest. Like just because you smell it and it does not seem enticing to me in the least because it's just pine again. Can we just not with the pine? And it was like I love pine when I want to smell things like Christmas trees. Can we not? But it's sweet dry chocolate. I sure it like okay like if you if you if you threw some pine needles in a chocolate bar in the making process of the chocolate or not even a chocolate bar like a chocolate malt ball what's that brand whoppers whoppers if someone just like i'm gonna throw some pine needles in these whoppers it's fine and then they're like, liquefy it. Let's see what happens. It's like smelling a pine candle while you're eating some Whoppers. <laughs> All right. Essentially. So what's, which what's, I, don't, uh, I don't hate as much as the last one. Now I'm one. like, are we high or are we drunk? I don't know. Let's rate this pack going through it. 
Orders, orders. Start with you, yeah, Justin. That's what I'm trying to get. Oh, I'm trying to get one of you guys to start. Oh. That's why I was trying to lead up. All right, I'll right. I'll, I'll step up to bat here. Uh, least favorite of this, not to say it is the worst. I'm gonna say the 420 extra pale ale. Still great pale ale. Uh, if I'm out somewhere and glancing over a menu and it's you know, Bud Miller Coors, uh, Boston <laughs> Lager, and 420, I'll grab a 420. That's a very strange. Yeah. Where are you tap. going? Yeah. I don't know where I am. Look, I just looked at that tap list and as I was there, and I said, you know what? Give me, give me a can of the 420. You're going to the bar that's at third star to the left. Straight on till noon. We're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I'll, actually, I would just say drink order on these. So huh. uh, they just kept getting better for you. Yeah, they just <laughs> kept getting better. Four twenty extra ale. I would say the the G thirteen, fantastic. The mango Kush, like I guess that was just a new twist that I wasn't expecting on that one. I was getting a lot of great things out of that one. I really liked, and then this chocolate one, it just exceeded all of my expectations. Like I was looking for things to challenge my palate, and this pack did it. More uh, so, so next to the um, Flying Dog Heat Pack, the like that the two things that really way. challenge my palate: this and that. Like the, they really f with you, and this is one. Mm-hmm. The other one did it with heat and spiciness. This one does it with dank. All right. Well, Brittany I failed by not having Pineapple Express from Free Viking. Mm. So and that's got to be something coming later. I feel like we'll we'll see a pineapple express we'll there at some point. Bernie, what's your what's your order? I would not buy this pack again. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'll I'll buy the pack and drink her share. Yeah, Here we go. That's good for you. Um, Settle. I've got all of her other of the mango Kush in front of me, which will be drank. So I think the chocolate one's probably the best. Even though I never thought I'd be into like chocolate covered pine needles, but like <laughs> then the four twenty after that the extra pale, sorry, mm-hmm. they're all four twenty. The standard, the extra pale ale, yeah, the beer ass beer of this pack in context, uh, and then the G thirteen, and then the mango Kush about as far what? on the bottom as it could possibly. How do you not get be. all the hate for the mango Kush? I. I mean, I we like have different it. we have different palettes, and obviously yeah. we've talked about the fact that I'm freaking weird when it comes to this you stuff. You are because you can get the mango Kush in six packs. They felt strongly enough about it to sell it in six packs because I don't want to drink pine, but the chocolate I like stout pine as it is as a tree. The chocolate <laughs> stout you can only get in two packs with all these other beers. Like it, it should be a scent in a Yankee Candle with some cinnamon and like <laughs> a Christmas winter vibe. I don't want to ingest it. I don't need that. That's not me. Like, I just, I can't. I just can't. The chocolate one's fine, but again, like, chocolate-covered pine needles. All right, we've rambled on. Justin? Uh, same order as Brittany, although not quite as extreme. Because <laughs> not quite as much hate toward the mango kush. I didn't care for the mango kush all that much. Um, Am I the only one who liked the mango kush? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Um <laughs> That's fine. I, I I didn't care for it as much. I I thought it it was just strange. Uh, but the the four twenty strain is I thought was a little bit better. Uh, but the uh, uh I would drink the the four twenty uh, pale ale. Yeah. Like anytime. 
Because it was it uh, was not as in, as as uh, uh, obtrusive. Ma- Mango but, Kush, but that is, chuckle, but that but that chuckle Lupe stout is Chef's Kiss good. I, I like that. Is that pretty, how you say great. that? Chef's no, Kiss. No, I'm just I'm just guessing. Wait, what? I, I just wanted to say it like that. Oh, see, I wanted to imagine it as an imaginary animal, like an antelope, okay. but chocolate. Okay. Chocolope. Yeah. The chocolope. So or the jackalope. I, I was you know? fighting with that. I was like, am I am I mispronouncing this because it's supposed to be like some kind of fish or because Sweetwater has a tendency to do that? No, it's a jackalope, but not. Chocolope. Yeah, and Prairie Viking also hits another thing. I don't like mango. Um, uh, mango is very acquired taste, I feel like. Man- mango is not for human consumption. You would uh <laughs> But you can find things that are for human consumption at uh, haveadrinkshow.com where you can find some great resources or you can subscribe there. You can follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media or on twitch.tv as well. Uh, you can also tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. And you can use the email address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com or the feedback page on the website. And you can just let us know if you know you don't like – if you're not a mango hater maybe. I don't know. Am I the only one? Chris needs people that. Chris has gone to the internet. He needs people that agree with him. How much do you like pine? Let mango, mango Kush. Uh, let me know. Do you agree? You can get it in six pack. You can probably get it in singles. Try and get it as fresh as possible. God, I have to say, burping up. I'm, I'm going to be burping up pine needles for. You're days. burping up uh, a variety, right? Now, oh, God. No, say. it's all pine. I swear to God, it's, it's all just resiny it's pine. Hoppy, resiny, citrusy pine with chocolate and coffee, just pine. all all coming up the back of your throat. I feel like Bob did when he drank the ham beer. Like it's just pine <laughs> for days. Damn. It's all pine all the time. I can't. Anyway, uh, all joking fun aside, <laughs> we'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. Uh, please, <laughs> sorry. Uh, check us out next weekend for our next episode, and remember to check out Patreon.com. Only God knows sip. what that's going to be. <laughs> we don't even know. Yeah, uh, Patreon.com/slash Have a Drink Show. Also, please visit Patreon. Or sorry. Please visit Have a Drink. No, no, please visit Patreon. Yes, that's true. But also uh, haveadrinkstore.com, which will hopefully be updated soon with new products because they've had, they announced a bunch of new stuff for winter, and I want to try to get us on that. Shirts, uh, hats, beanies, toboggans. Yeah. We got it all. Uh, once again, um, I am Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> <laughs>